Kedushin Chav Aleph. We are starting from four lines down. So we need a, again, just to recap some of the points we learned yesterday before we jump into, the, into today's Das. So the halacha is that when a person sells an ancestral field, so he leaves it for two years, at least by the buyer, afterwards he could redeem it. And uh, if he doesn't redeem it, then it comes Yovel time, but Yovel goes back to him. That's the halacha when someone sells an ancestral field. We looked at a Pasuk, that when someone's Makdish, an ancestral field, so there he's allowed to uh, he's allowed to redeem it right away. If he doesn't redeem it, then by Yovel, the halacha is that it goes to the uh, to the Kohanim. Now, there's an interesting discrepancy that we learned from the Pesukim. When someone is, sells an ancestral field, the halacha is he cannot borrow money and he cannot to redeem it, and he cannot redeem it in half. However, when someone is makdish ancestral field, the halacha is he could borrow money to redeem it, and he could redeem it in half. So we learned that from a Pesukim, Gal Yigal. So the Gemara was explaining yesterday in the price of why we needed the Pesuk. And we, and we explained that really you would say that there should be a Kabbalah Chaymer. Ma, you're selling your ancestral field that, and it, you're still not able to redeem it with borrowed money even though it goes back to you at Yovel. So then, a field, so then when you're Makdash field where it doesn't go back to you at, at Yovel. So you see you have less Kabbalah to it. Certainly you shouldn't be able to, to borrow money in order to redeem it. That was the Kabbalah Chaymer showing that Makdash you have less to it than you do when you sell. So by selling, you can't borrow money, certainly by Makdish. However, what happened? The Gemara made a, kabbal, made, made a pircha on that Kabbalah Homer. Why? Because when you sell, we see you have to wait two years before you're redeeming. But when you're Makdash, you can redeem it right away. So in a certain respect, the Makdash of the field does have a stronger power. So then maybe you would say, logically, he could borrow the money, even though the seller cannot. But then we preserve the Kabbalah Homer. What, how do we preserve the Kabbalah Homer? Because we brought in Bata Erechoma. When you sell Bata Erechoma, the halacha is that you could redeem right away. And nonetheless, even though you can redeem right away, the halacha still is that you cannot, you cannot redeem it with borrowed money. So now, going, going back to the makdash, even though you can redeem it right away, we see, we see that that shouldn't affect whether you could use borrowed money. And it comes back to the Kabbalah Homer would assume that you should not be able to use borrowed money. And that's, in fact, um, why we needed the puzzle. But says the Gemara now, the defense of the Kabbalah Homer itself has a pircha. What do you bring from someone selling Batarikhomashikin? There, the rights are weak in the sense that about redeeming it forever by an ancestral field, which doesn't matter how much time has passed from the sale, in a walled, in a house in a walled city, you can only redeem it during the first year. Afterwards, it becomes permanently, becomes permanently the buyer. So yes, you can redeem it right away, but it's very weak in the sense you only have a year. So, 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 so maybe over there you cannot use borrowed money is because of the fact that we see you also are weak in the sense that you can't do it past the year. How could you apply that to, the, to someone, who, someone who's Makdish and you should apply that he can't borrow money? There he could redeem it at any time until Yovel. So maybe he has greater power and he could use borrowing money. So therefore we're back not understanding the Kabbalah Homer. So the Gemara, therefore, it says, You're right, a Kabbalah Homer is not going to work, but we're going to make a Mahatzad. Mahatzad means when you compare two different things and you find the common denominator between them and then you apply it to a different context than Allah. Someone who sells an ancestral field will show that the fact that the, 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 the inability to redeem until Yovel is unrelated to whether or not you could borrow money. Why? Because you could redeem it until Yovel. Still, you can't borrow money, redeem it, uh, to redeem it or redeem it in halves. Ah, you're going to bring that you can't redeem it right away. You have to wait for two years. On that, I'll show from that even though you don't have to wait two years, you still can't borrow money. The argument just goes and repeats itself. And the final analysis, selling an ancestral field and selling a walled city are different. They're certainly different from one another. 
Each one has kulas and chumras. But what's the common common common, common denominator? Even though they redeemed being lova gol you can't borrow money to redeem it and you can't redeem it in half. So afani afi makdish, therefore logically I would include in these halachas halacha of a makdish as well. That she even though it's redeemed, they love You assume that you cannot borrow money and you cannot redeem it in halves. So the point that we're saying is you're right. We're not going to use a kavah chomer anymore. But the point why you need the pasuk to say that makdish could borrow money is because I would have said the tzara shave of and selling stayachusa together should show a general concept. And when someone is sell is redeeming, they cannot borrow money to redeem and they cannot redeem it in halves. Says the Gemara, but there's a pirchah on both common on the common denominator as well. You could ask, what are you showing from the common characteristic of selling They're both weak, and in the second year, it cannot be redeemed. In year two, it cannot be redeemed. The ancestral field, you have to wait two years. So in year two, it's still too too early. And 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 in Bata you can't redeem it after the first year. So both of them, the halacha is that in the second year it cannot be redeemed. So Tamar Makdish, how can you assume that this idea that you can't borrow should apply to Makdish also? There the halacha is that you could redeem it in the second year. So maybe the same way you could redeem it in the second year, the halacha should also be that you could borrow money. So the Gemara responds, I'm Ravina, Ravina answers, you shouldn't equal a memory. You could say, let an Evid Ivri who is sold to a guy should show that whether or not you could build in the second year is unrelated to whether or not you could borrow money. There he could be redeemed in the second year. He still cannot be, there he cannot borrow money, cannot be done in halves. Now the truth is that this this Shaila about every day and if it could be done in halves was a Shaila yesterday. But we're assuming that we're going with the response, the conclusion of the Gemara, that it cannot be done in halves. So we're saying that we can throw that into the mix. So we really have three contexts where something cannot be redeemed in halves and you cannot borrow money. We have the guy, the, someone who's sold to a guy, or someone who sells an ancestral field, we have someone who sells a Batari in all three places. You can't be niggal um, by borrowing money and and, 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 and and to do it in a half amount. So we're assuming that Sadashava now teaches that you would say Makdish also. That's why we needed the Pasuk. That's why we needed the Pasuk to say, no, Makdish is different. By Makdish, we say unique Xerxakasov, that you could borrow money to redeem it, you could redeem it, um, you could redeem it in halves. Okay, says the Gemara, new question. Someone who sells a house in a Batari Choma. So we know there's redemption. But could the relatives compel the redemption or not? We have cases where in Allah, our relatives can, can, could compel. Like we see by, by an everyday being sold to a guy, the relatives are, are able to. However, we see by other places not. What do we see, for example? We see over there that it cannot be redeemed in halves, but nonetheless, it could be done by the relatives. So too, by even if it can't be sold, even if it can't be redeemed in half, maybe it should still be able to be redeemed by the relatives. Maybe, yes, it's true. By the ancestral field, the lushan of Geula is used, Klape redeeming it in halves, that you can't, because Krovim looks if it doesn't say the lushan of Geula in regard to that. So therefore, you don't know to learn that through the Xer Shavim. The point that Gemara is making is yes, that there's a Xer Shavim between the two, but you don't know the Xer Shavim is coming to apply the, the din of a relative compelling the redemption. Maybe it's only being said, Klape the din of redeeming in halves. So ultimately, we do not know what is the halacha by Batar Could relatives compel the redemption? So Amalei, you know, Negol, cannot, they cannot. Says Gemara Israel, we have a kasha from the Bible. It says in all there should be kula. 
So the lashon of pasuk b'chol aretz is asum teula tinu ba'aretz. So it's obviously an extra pasuk. We've already said everything. How there's geula. So what is the pasuk coming to include? So we say the rabbi was bought to every. It comes to include that there's redemption. Pashat it means by by the relatives that even houses, even homes. And an Evid Ivri. That for these two things, they could be, a relatives can compel redemption. So what does it mean, houses? It means the redeeming the house in a walled city. So we just said before that it cannot be redeemed by relatives. They can't compel it. And here we see that they could. Says the Marlo He's talking about a house in an open town. And the point is that it's just like a field. We're talking about a scenario where there's a house that doesn't have a wall around the city from the time of Yoshua. So in a certain respects, they are similar to a field. It's also kind of like a house in the sense that they can be redeemed immediately. You don't have to wait two years. But Al-Kopanim, maybe it's not like Bateri Choma, but maybe Bateri Choma, you don't force redemption um, by relatives. Just by Bateri Choma, for example, you can't redeem after one year. It says the Gemara, Bateri you don't need a positive for it. It says that they could be redeemed by relatives. It says, it should be considered like the fields of the land. So it's pretty clear there that it's like a field that could be redeemed by relatives. So why would I need a positive? says the Gemara, no, it's not a question. This pasuk that we're darshaning, what is b'chol? What is the chiddush of b'chol coming to say? It's coming to teach us that it's an obligation that the relatives for them to redeem it. And it's following the opinion of Rabbi Lazar that we darshan like an ancestral field, just as there's a mitzvah. I mean, there's an obligation of the relatives to, to, to redeem it. So to here, we say the same thing to an open city house, that there's actually a mitzvah for the relatives. It's a chovah. It's not just an option. It's a, it's a commandment that they should. The Tanya says in the Brisa, the cause from Karachiv, the relative should redeem his brother's sale. So this is the Pasuk when he sells his ancestral field. So Rishos, you could say it's just an option of redemption. Atom, Rishos, you're saying it's only an option. Maybe it's actually an obligation. The Pasuk says if a man should have no redeemer. So the Pasuk is mashma that there's a scenario where someone doesn't have any any relatives. So how can that be? What does that mean? Even if there should be one other Jew alive, someone must have some relative. So what's the case? And you can't say he's talking about a gar because that wouldn't be ancestral fields, right? The whole point is that this came from the, from the family from Yeshua ben Nun. So what's the scenario of the Pasuk? Someone without the Redeemer. It's talking about someone who has a relative who doesn't want to buy the property. And it's saying that he has the option. It's saying that there's, sometimes there are no Redeemers, meaning that there are times where the relatives Aren't interested, and that is okay. It's only a rishus for them to do it. It's not a chova. disagrees. The positive says the relative should redeem it. It's a chova from to do. You're saying it's a chova. Maybe it's really rishus. That's the positive. In all So now we understand. It's saying that it's a chova upon the closest relative. Continues the gemara that it meant to include the opinion by relatives for, for the house of Arachoma, because again, the point was, what did we do with Bechol Gulatinu? Originally, we wanted to say, it's coming to say, it's talking about Bata Arachoma, and it's saying relatives can compel the redemption. We said back, no, maybe it's only talking about unwalled cities, and it's saying that that, that it's a chova for the relatives. So, you said, like, the first approach, I talking about Arachoma, and then that's why it's saying, in all, the Lushan, in all, is coming to say, even in a house, that's in a walled city, in all, in any kind of place, still the din is relatives compel redemption. It's only talking about and it's just saying, what does it mean in all? What do you mean in all? That word in all is a funny way of expressing it. So Mara says, gosh, you're right, it's a difficulty, because really the point isn't in all, the point is rather that it's a chayva, it's a chayva on the, on the relative. So why is the lashon u'bachol? Says the Gemara, it's we have buy a kasha from a different price. So I'm not to make a little, 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 little. There are three times we're talking about when everybody sold to the guy. It says you should redeem, you should redeem, you should redeem. It says three times. What's the pshat? 
and repeats it so much. Rabbis call us shenikolos kaseder says, telling us all the redemptions that they're all redeemed according to this procedure, meaning that 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 whenever there is a redemption, it's always it can be done by relatives. Not only here, but every but all times, all types of redemption have relatives also. So my love, what what are all types of redemption? But they're a home of evidence saying even the house of wall cities and the evidence was sold to a Jew. So this is against Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis was saying Bata Rechoma are not redeemable through the relatives. Says the Gemara Lo Bata Chatzir. We're talking about open towns. Ustei Achuza. So the Gemara Bata Chatzir Ustei Achuza. Ustei Arzei Chashev. It should be like the fields of land. So you don't need it. So the Gemara Gemara Nachem Yitzchak Lekarav Karukon. It comes to tell us that the closest relative has the first right. Nachem Lekarav Karukon. That's the point we're saying. It's coming to include things which we already know could be redeemed, but that there's a right. Like a hierarchy, whoever is closest has the right to do it first. Where was the context of this Rav Nachman Yitzchak statement that is talking about with the first relative? How you we said on this question. We have a question. If Eved Ivri is sold to a Jew, could it be redeemed through relatives? Can relatives compel or not? There's no question. We learned back on Dav Tetzvav. He assumed that someone who is a Jew who sells himself to a Jew cannot be redeemed by relatives, and he's redeemed after six years. So he assumes that only after six years, Amal Omifer clearly Rebbe holds a Jew sold to a Jew is not redeemed by relatives. Where should you want to leave with Rabbanon? According to Rabbanon, they disagree with Rebbe. They held that redemption by relatives is shaykh for a Jew sold to a Jew. So my, what's the halacha? So, 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 so they, 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 they were holding from the drasha that we don't necessarily say that relatives are excluded. So could, could we say, say a Jew sold to a Jew could be redeemed by relatives? Should I dash in sacher, sacher, comparing it to a Jew who sold to a guy and, um, and, and say just as over there, the relatives could redeem so to here. And therefore we don't dash and he should redeem him to say that it's, 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 it's exclusive only when it's sold to a when it, to, to a guy, but when it's sold to a Jew, not. No, maybe we do darshan that, and if a Jew is sold to a Jew, the Torah excluded him from being redeemed. So the Gemara says, Tashma, Bechol Gulatin, the Bible right? says, in all you should have redemption. The Rabbah's Batim, the Evidivri comes to include Batim and Evidivri. So what does that mean? Yisrael. So what does that mean? We're being marved that they could be redeemed with relatives. When it says Evidivri is talking about Evidivri was sold to a guy. We don't need the pasuk for that. It says that the uncle, whatever, he redeems him. So you don't need that pasuk for here. So that's what we're saying. It was necessary. It was necessary to be kovea, um, to be kovea as a as, as a chova. So it's not necessarily an option to take the. To, to redeem the relative from the guy, but that rather it's a chovah. Even like Rabbi Yeshua, who said that when it's an ancestral field, there's no chovah. We have the Amad Aleph, Machlokas, Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua, about when someone sells an ancestral field, if it's an obligation or just a riches to redeem it back. What the Brayza here is saying is that when it's sold to a guy, it's worse. For sure, there's a chovah. There's, there's a concern for intermarriage, so on and so forth. So here, for sure, it is a chovah on the relatives to redeem. So again, we're still looking for a source of an evidence is sold to a Jew is the, to the relatives have a right to force the redemption. So Tashma, let's learn from the Bryce of Why does it say Yigalen three times? Rabbis go close and close to say there is that tells us all redemptions should be done according to this procedure. What's it coming to say? Pashas, it means that relatives can do any type of redemption. That even these things are, are, are redeemed through relatives. So the Maralo, Pate Chatzir, Mustay Achuza, it's talking about the houses of open towns and Estay Achuza. You don't need a pasuk for that. And is coming to tell us that the first relative, uh, whoever is the closest relative, has the first right. Now, finally, we go back to the Mishnah. How is a nirza acquired through? You make a hole 
in his ear against the door. They say that's the pasuk for us. As Donor says, Donor Marseille is pretty explicit. The Konas asks, "Well, how does the Nirtzah then go free? The Yovel, if Yovel comes with a Misa Sa'adon, or through the death of the master." Sakdamar, how do we know this? Tilsiv Avado, he should serve him. So he serves him, the original master. Not the son or the daughter. So that teaches us that if the if the if the master would die, he goes free. La Olam, the near says forever. That means for the Olam of Yovel. It doesn't mean actual eternity as we darshan, but actually we darshan this before, if you pull out to go, that Yovel does free the Nirza as well. Says the Kamar, now we learn about Nirza the Pasuk says that if he wants to stay, you take a Marzea. So what is a Marzea exactly? A Marzea, I would say it's only, only the Marzea. All other sort of implements to, to instrument, to, to, to make a whole And you should take. Anything you take in your hand. It doesn't specifically have to be the Marzea. Rabbi Omer, no. It's made of metal. Of course, has to be made of metal. Another shot. It's coming to say the, the very big one is valid. You can only use the lobe, the lobe as opposed to the cartilage on the top of the ear. No, we know that if he's a Kohen, if he can't become a Nirza of Nations, he comes about Mohom, and it makes a defect, he won't be able to do that vote. If you're telling me that they pierce the lobe as opposed to the cartilage, why would it become a Mohom? A hole in the earlobe doesn't make a defect. And that shows us, no, it really is done on the top cartilage part of the ear. It's a ride that's there, and that's why he is, in fact, becoming a Baal Mum. So a Machlok is if it's done in the ear lobe or the upper cartilage. So now we want to know all these different opinions about what type of Ritzia we use. But Michael, what is the root of the question, all these instruments? So Darsh, uh, uh, the Rebbe Darsh called it Prati. Rebbe Darsh is the Torah is Klau Prati. And you should take Klau, it's Mashman general. I know what type of taking Marzea. When we say Marzea, Prat, that's a specification. But Osno Vadalas goes with Klau. Anything that goes through the ear and the door, it's just a Klau. So we say Klau, then Prat, and then Klau. So what's the law? Generalization, then a specification, then another generalization. We say only something which is similar to the specification. Ma problem for Shamatachas, just as the Ritzia is something that's made of metal. Koshamatachas has to be something which is made of metal. Whereas Rabbi Yossi Darsh Reboi and Miyuti, he darshins the Torah with a different method, the method of Reboi and Miyut. So it's very similar, Klaam Prat and Reboi and Miyut, just the difference is how much we include, how, how like does it have to be to the specification. So he darshins Reboi and Miyut, Lakachta Reboi, any type of taking, Marzea is a Miyut. Marzea says not everything. We assume everything is included except one thing. My Rabbi Yossi Darsh include everything, my Miyut Miyut, I'm only a liquid that would make a hole without using an instrument. So we're saying basically any sort of instrument is good. So that's the difference between prod or cloud. It has to be like the prod. So just as the prod is metal, it has to be metal. But as if you're me, then you include everything except one thing. So what does that mean? Everything except one thing? So we say everything except something which is not an instrument. So what was the last part? My mashra, where do we see it has to be the big one? Because I'm a high when we speak about the thigh by Giranosha. Means the distinguished of the thighs, it means the right thigh. The most distinguished of the Marzea, meaning the large one. We only do the ear lobe. We know that it becomes a Balmum. So that's a riot. It's on the top cartilage. Why are we saying the fact that he's a Balmum is a reason he cannot get it? If you ask Balmum, let a coin become a Balmum. Is there an Isra in the Torah for him to become a Balmum? No, there's a Mitzvah to do that Voda. And with this, he won't be able to do that Voda. Maybe that's true. 
But how do we know that just because he comes a Balmum, he's not able to he's not able to become an Eretz Amar Rabbi Rashid. You know, so you might say morally it's wrong, but who says that it means it affects so strong that he cannot become an Eretz Amar Rabbi Rashid Amar Kra? Meshavah Meshpachto returns to the family. which means to the previously held position in the family, just as before he was in a way his original status. He could do the avodah. So to a year he has to be fit for the original avodah and the basic mitzvah just like he was before he was a servant. So that's how we know that he cannot become a Balmum. And therefore, we say it cannot become a nirtza. So we end up with machlokas if it's if, uh, if the hole is done in the ear lobe or on the top or, top top upper cartilage. So we have a question. If I have an evidivri who is a kain, could the master give him a shifcha kanan? So we have a very unique thing. Normally, a Jew is not allowed to marry a kananis. What's a very unique halacha? A very unique halacha is that. That when someone sells themselves at Evid Ivri, the rabbi has a right to give him a shifcha kananis. So, does this apply to to a kohen as well or not? What's the tzaddik? Chiddush on the one hand is a big novelty, right? Normally, you're not allowed to be with a, with a, with a, with a kananis, and here the Torah is matter. So, once it's a novelty, lo shanikol lo Israel, what's the difference of Israel? Don't mashani kohen, maybe kohen are not included in the general hetter. Oh, reba hakasa mitzvahs is here. So we know the Torah adds more mitzvahs for kohen; they're holier. So maybe they're just because I have a hetter for a regular Israel, I don't necessarily know that I have a hetter for a kohen as well. So the Gemara says this machlokas rava mutter shmuel amar says it is mutter. For a servant who's a coin to be given uh, the shivcha kanan, and Shmuel says Asr. So I'll take Mara. I'm like Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, Rav When you were by the Yeshiva, Rav Shmuel, based Kamadri Yitalus, you must have been playing the games. Meaning, it's so obvious. My time, my time, my time. You should have resolved it from the price. Vacham, I mean, Vacham saying every day we coin nirtza. Every day we coin doesn't become a nirtza. Nirtza must be mum because it must be mum. If you're going to tell me that the master can't give him a shivcha kanan, then why? I'm talking about that the moment. The mum is the reason why he doesn't come in here. So there's a different reason why he can't become in here. So typically, let it be derived to be from here to be, you know, have to don't even respond. What's the catalyst? To become a nirtza is that the evid says after six years that I love my master, I love my wife, and I love my children. So you don't have that in a case of a kain. If you're telling that the, if you're telling me that the kain can't marry an evid every, so then so then you don't have those things applying. The kain can't marry an evid every, so it doesn't apply. So then if it doesn't apply. Um, so he can't make the claim that I love my wife and my children. So then, uh, anyways, he's not going to become a nirta. Like Mar says, Sulo Midi, his taka been disproven. In other words, we assume that it's poshit that he could be given a, uh, it's poshit that he could be given a, um, a shivcha kananis as wife. So I think more a new question. This is a tangent. Once we spoke about a kohen, so we know is a tremendous chiddush. Tremendous chiddush. What's the big chiddush? Let's go over the sheet of Rashi. Rashi shita is that first the fast tire converts and she has a bia, and then there's a question if in the future you can you can even continue to have bia with her as well. So according to Rashi, the first bia that is done is not done right in the time of war, but rather it's done after the month of conversion. And the reason why it helps is because you know eventually you could marry her. Now it's a sketchy gerus, and that's why it's a chiddush. It's a gerus hakasu that you can marry the fastor because logically you would say you cannot marry the fastor. The, the gerus probably is not good. There was matri a fastor. So the gemara wants to know what about a kain? Could a kain enjoy the hetar as well? Chiddushu? Do we say it's a tremendous chiddush? Loshon kol nishin yisrael. So why should I be mechalat in a kain yisrael? Although mashani kohen and bamos yisrael, so kohen are different. They have more mitzvahs. So maybe even though there's a hetar if you fastor for regular yisrael, maybe it doesn't apply to a kain. So machlekes rabba matur shmuel amar 
If you're Rishon in the first Biyakulam, Yishar is Mutter. Why? Because it has to be Mutter. The whole point is that the Torah has to be Mutter because the Yitzhara is so big. So the Torah, Dibra Tarakanet, Yitzhara. So the Kayan also has the same Yitzhara. So, so we assume he's, he has the same Yitzhara. So we have to be Mutter that first Biyakulam. The question is that that, that next Kaddish, that not after, not only can you marry, have one Biyakulam, the Torah says you can marry her. So that's the Machlaik. It's Rav, Amar Mutter, Shmuel Amar Asarim. What's the now, Rav Mutter, Hoshi Yishri Yishri. Lamaisa wants for Matar for this first time, Al Sahara. So we know that we assume that it's a permanent Atar. Shmuel Amar Asar, Avil Giyoras. Lamaisa is another issue. She converted to Judaism. Giyoras, Akon Lachaza. Generally, a coin can't marry Giyoras. So the point that we're saying is, and since there's an Isra Giyoras to a coin, we, we don't know that the second B is Mutter. The first B, again, has to be Mutter because it's a Yitzhahara, the Libertar Kanegi Yitzhahara. So even for a coin, the Torah had to override the Isra. Maklapi, the second biyah, so the Yitzhara subsided, and generally it's Mamash and Yitzhara. So just because the Torah is Matar to Yisrael, Matar the sketchy gear, it's Pseidah. But, but Mechatesi, that, that, that a coin could have the second biyah if there's generally an Isser for a coin to marry Gioras. Sakdamar, you can have other people report the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel differently. But Vyashni, regarding the second biyah, Kulamaluki, the Yitzhara, it's certainly Osir. Havaluk Gioras, the issue of Gioras is there. Kibli will be Rishon, the argument only about the first biyah. Rav, what Rav says is Mutter because the coin's Yitzhara, the Tarkana Yitzhara. Shmuel Amar Osir. Why? Whenever you could apply the, the posse that you'll bring in your house and marry her permanently. Then I say the beginning that you could have the one biyah. But if you can't apply the pasuk that you bring her in your house and you can marry her permanently, then the whole parasha that you can even have one biyah may not apply as well. So that's what we're assuming, assuming that there's like a contingency that you can only have the first biyah if you could have the second biyah. Says the Martana Rabbanu Bishvishiv, you see in the Shivya of Shah Shivya, it has to be only that he set her, his eyes upon her at the time when it was captured. In other words, let's say initially he just decided to make her a slave and then only afterwards became attracted, then he cannot have the relations with her. He had to have the attraction at the time when she was captured. HS, HS teaches Afilu Ishas Ish, even if the woman was married. You know, she had a um, marriage before her conversion, you're still allowed to be with her. Yafas Tayar, what's the point that the Torah is saying she's beautiful? The whole idea is that she's beautiful, that the Torah was matter only reluctantly because of how beautiful she is. And the idea is, Mother Shaykh Sal that we eat the meat of, an, of a sick animal that had been shafted properly, and not eat the meat of an animal which had died of an illness without it being shafted properly. So basically, what we're trying to say is generally we don't eat the meat if it ever left threatening disease. But that's not so bad. At least you do it and you make a good shrita. Rather, if it would die from the disease and it doesn't have a good shrita. So that's the analogy. Generally, the temptation is so strong. So even though generally we don't want to sketch Igeros, but we do it over here, so it shouldn't be worse. And you desire even if it's not beautiful. Whatever you want. If there's a desire, he's still permitted to have relations with her, even if she's not necessarily beautiful. Ba, only in her beloved you can't take two. You take You could take her, she could become a wife. In other words, the Kedushin could be chal, even though, even though we're not sure how great the Geras is. For yourself, his wife, that a soldier should not have two calves. He shouldn't take two, one for himself, one for his father, one for himself, and one for his son. Previously, we learned that he can't take two for himself. Even more, don't take back two, one for you, one for someone else. So you take her in your house, he shouldn't have it during the war. So Rashi learns the Pshah that it means he shouldn't have Bia during the war. And that's Rashi Shita, that the first Bia is only mother after a month, and the Chedish is rather the parasha of Geras. Taisus disagrees with all of this. Taisus holds that the first Bia is actually in the time of war when it is mother. That's the first, that's Taisus approach, but Rashi holds no, it's only after the sketchy Geras when the first Bia is permitted.